unclassified. This is the true story of the town that got away with murder. When the police find a body, they usually have a primary suspect. But in the case of Kenneth Rex McElroy, the primary suspect was an entire town. His murder on July 10th, 1981, was one of the most bizarre cases in U.S. history. The victim, born on June 1st, 1934, was the 15th of 16 children. His parents were poor migrant tenant farmers from the Ozarks. And at the age of 15, McElroy would drop out of school, unable to read or write. But despite his lack of education, he was never short on cash or notoriety in the small town of Skidmore, Missouri. The local attorney, Richard McFadden, would defend him three to four times a year in felony cases alone. He would end up being indicted 21 times throughout his life, from hog stealing and cattle rustling to child molestation and statutory rape. He even shot a farmer named Romaine Henry. But for some unknown reason, he would escape conviction every time. Witnesses would suddenly refuse to testify. Lawyers would cower when it came to prosecuting him. Even judges were scared to convict this guy. He was the epitome of a small-town bully, and his strong-arm tactics had all of Skidmore living in fear. When the parents of 14-year-old Trina McLeod, as seen above, refused to let McElroy, who was 20 years her senior, marry her, he literally burnt down their house and shot their dog. And once again, he would not get charged. So fearing for their lives, they allowed the wedding. And this was also McElroy wouldn't get charged for engaging with a minor. He would father 11 children in all, with many different women. Trina was just 14 when she had her first child. Years later, in 1980, his daughters would get caught stealing candy from the Skidmore Town grocery store. 70-year-old Bo Bowenkamp owned it at the time, unfortunately for him. McElroy would waste no time in beginning his escapade, which would end a few months later with him shooting Bo Bowenkamp in the neck. Bo would survive, and McElroy would be immediately arrested, and finally convicted of attempted murder. But of course, the jury would only make it a two-year cap. And to nobody's surprise, the judge would end up releasing him two weeks later after he appeals. He would show up to the local bar the next day carrying a grand M1 rifle fixed with a bayonet, threatening to finish Bo off. The townsfolk of Skidmore had had enough. On the morning of Friday, July 10th, 1981, they would have a meeting at the town hall. Here they would discuss McElroy, and no one knows what was decided. McElroy's lawyer would advise him to stay out of town, but of course he ignored. So later that morning, he'd be sitting on Main Street in his truck with his wife, Trina, when he would look up and over 30 townsfolk were surrounding them. Then suddenly, several shots would ring out. McElroy would be hit twice, in the neck and in the head, killing him instantly. The suspects would wander off, leaving his wife screaming next to him. No one bothered to call an ambulance. In all, there'd be 46 potential witnesses, and not one would say a word. His wife would accuse Del Clement, a local brancher and businessman. But no one would back her story, so there would be no convictions. That day, the people would take the law into their own hands. This...